Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We've got, uh, we've got a really awesome guest here today. But first, you know who it is. Tyson Apostle, my co-host, and myself, Thomas Shields. Our guest this episode is Doug Ellen, the creator of Entourage. He's got a, a, a lot of other really impressive accomplishments, including two podcasts right now. Correct, Doug? Yes. Hollywood Ways and the Victory Pod, right? Yeah, Victory the Podcast, yeah. Got it. Well, thanks for joining us. This is Thank awesome. I was just, thanks uh, for having me. But I'm not getting any pickleball credits, huh? No, you also a superstar pickleball player. We've <laughs> seen the go. highlight there reels. Uh, Good, yeah. And my wife, most excited about the Bad Santa uh, connection. You know what? I actually, I mean, thank her for that. But I, good friends of mine made that movie, but I quit. Uh, we had creative differences. So I was really not involved in that second one. I wish I was involved in the first one, but I was not involved in the second one. Okay. I mean, I, you know, she I just got, read through it real quick. So yeah. now I feel like an idiot because I no, didn't all not good. Checked anything. I, there's a credit on there for something, but I, yeah, didn't. I don't feel like an idiot anymore. Yeah, that no, was no, real feel quick. Good. Your wife did good work. Yeah, good. Wait, uh, but- I, Tyson, Tyson, you what? brought up something that I want to start off with right away. So, well, first Christmas, of all, Christmas, you, what you want you're for playing Christmas? At, yeah, Christmas. You're playing at uh, twelve thirty today, Doug. Yes. Okay. I was just watching that. Uh, Tyson just brought up that clip that we yeah. just posted. Yeah. You got a nice, like, little one-handed backhand roll. You know, I got some good stuff. You know, it's a shame because the athletes have really come into this sport the last three or four years. I mean. Four years ago, I thought I was really like, wow, I might be one of the best in the world at this game. And then, <laughs> all, all of a sudden, all these tennis players and athletes started getting in and I've gotten a little older, but I'm all right. I can. The good news is I can still have a I can have a good time playing with these guys, whether they enjoy it. I don't know. You know, yeah, that's about where I am. Can I uh, ask you a personal question? Uh, sure. What would the, your ranking be like if you were to just like hit the courts and Rating. people were rating? Yeah. Not you know duper. It doesn't have to be like. I mean, I'm I'm a senior, so uh, like a know, senior pro, know. senior pro. You know, I don't know. You know, there's obviously I've played with some of the senior pros. They're better than me, but you know, I I feel like I can play with them. But I I don't know. You know, yeah. I played in a couple of tournaments. Uh, you know, I played with Riley Newman in a tournament. Obviously, I had I had him to compensate, but we won a couple of matches against some 25 year olds, so I felt good. You know. Okay. Nice. Uh, I also have been in in contact with. Uh, he claims to be a friend of yours, Matt yep. Manassi. Yep. And I think you're playing with him later today. Is that right? I'm playing with him later today. Yeah. Okay. So. And I got a little, uh, not really dirt, but I uh, had a little <laughs> game here where uh, he, I had him rank you as a friend and I was going to have you rank him as a friend and just see like if you guys' friendship the really. numbers rankings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it really lines up because. I'm very popular. So that's a tough list. Yeah. That's yeah. what I figure. Uh <laughs> He said uh, that myself and you are on tied on the top of the list for tolerable friends. Well, that's good. Well, yeah, it's worth something, right? It's not negative. I'll put them on my tolerable list as well. You know, okay, tied. And uh, he also wanted me to ask you about broken paddle count. Um, 
I break one a month, probably. <laughs> in rage or just in aggressive play? Or rage, both? yeah, no, rage, no, I'm not. Rage uh, smash. Yeah, yeah, I don't think aggressively I'm going to break. I smash a fence here and there, the ground once in a while, hit Manassi in the head a couple yeah, of times. Good. Yeah, good. His the skull is so thick that it's Yeah, like, he's a big, he's, and he's got a lot of hair, too, so. Yeah, he really does. Uh, I had a business idea where you could do a, a paddle designed specifically for just smashing and exploding everywhere. I think it's a good move. Keep it in your bag. Yeah. And I don't see a lot of thrown paddles though. I mean, I know, uh, you know, I, I probably was, people kind of look at me like I'm fucking nuts when I throw my paddle in pickleball. They think it's a little weird. So have you you ever accidentally playing with, have you ever accidentally hit your head yourself in the head with a paddle? I have. That hurts so bad. Yeah. That's uh, why I don't throw them. Yeah. I'll smack them on the ground, but to throw them is like, if that hits somebody, that's really painful. Yeah, well, well, uh, Jeff Warner, he threw one over a fence and almost killed somebody, I think, a couple years ago in a tournament. Yeah, lesson learned, hopefully. Yep. Yep. Thomas, what do you have uh, for Doug? No, I was just going to ask. All right, well, you were talking about how uh, all the real athletes are coming into the sport, so I'm I'm curious, what's your athletic background? I can tell – You've got some athletic background just by yeah, the way. Yeah, I mean, I was like a good, slow tennis player in high school, okay. played basketball, played hockey, um, played a lot of ping pong. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like I said, I can get on a court and pick a ball with people that I could never get on a tennis court with. So that's right. that's why I love it, you know, and, and feel like I can do things that I always wished I could do in tennis, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I was a mediocre, slow athlete, you know, um, good, good hand-eye coordination, you know, usual shit. But, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, but this this sport has definitely been something that, you know, I, you know, I ran a basketball game for 10 years. And as I was getting into my mid-40s, you get hurt a lot, you know. So this game has been like a lifesaver for me. Once I found that I've been obsessed and addicted since the first day I started playing. Got yeah, it. I'm mid-40s right now, and I'm kind of – I come from – professional cycling i was a swimmer in college i always played everything growing up and it's the same thing it's like you get to a point where it's not worth taking the risk to hurt yourself and then you start slowing down specifically for that reason you're like i'll play basketball but i'm only gonna shoot threes yeah and then you're like what's the point of even doing that and pickleball like you said it's it's like for me the same thing it's like i'm kind of sick of doing all that other stuff and that other stuff is higher risk i can go out i can be social and I can get my activity in and have fun at the same yep. time. So yep. it's kind of yep. everything. Yep. It's a perfect game. It really is. Is that it, your court that we're seeing in that? It is not. It is oh, not. I would have said it was, even if it wasn't Doug. I, yeah. I, do you know, do you know who build builds those courts though? Because I've seen a bunch of them where if you look closely, there's no kitchen line. And all the houses are like insane. It's like yeah, this new yeah, yeah. It's it's a good friend of mine that builds them. He doesn't like me talking about it. He didn't even he doesn't even like me posting that video. But uh, so but yeah, he's built some spectacular houses. He's kind of another one who's obsessed with pickleball. And and I remember when I, he was putting up these houses that can sell for you know close to a hundred million dollars. I'm like, do people know what this? what this court is like, do they, you know, and and he said people are loving it. So, um, and you know, I've really watched it from, I guess, five or six years ago where I started playing. I mean, my first time ever playing, I walked on the court and like Phil Mickelson was on the court and, and, and said, let's play. And I got on this court. I'd never seen this game before. And the, the way it's grown over the last five, six years has been pretty amazing. You know, how did you, 
What? How's how's Phil's game? I mean, uh, me and my buddy beat him and his buddy pretty bad, you know. Okay. <laughs> but he was good. He was all right. He was good. Tell your friends, everybody. Doug over Phil. Uh, <laughs> how did you initially discover it? Was that it right there? That was literally it. You know, Phil was on on Entourage, and we were at a place called the Madison Club in uh, Indio, okay. um, which I think, you know, Mike Meldman, uh, who's Discovery Land, I think he just announced like a pro pickleball thing yesterday or something i didn't read the whole thing but uh yeah yeah he's involved in major league pickleball yeah i mean discovery like his place is really where the center of of blossoming this sport for the last six years because so many celebrities were there but i was there for coachella and uh i walked by the court and there was phil who i knew from doing entourage and he said you know let's play and um you know i had I, I play I played a lot of ping pong because we had a ping pong table in our office. And uh, then I found this. I'm like, shit, you know, like I stopped playing tennis because my shoulder was so fucked up. I couldn't really serve. Um, so this was the perfect sport for me. And then I started I've been the guy spreading the word about this sport for like six years. People, you know, all I po- I was posting pickleball videos six years ago. and People were like, what is this like, you know, little people, uh, <laughs> little people tennis game? What is this? stuff and now i really see the growth of it because yeah. uh everybody i know around the country is starting to play so mm-hmm. so do you take full credit for all of its growth you know what i don't even want any credit because i just all i want is to be able to go wherever i am in the world and find some good people you know five years ago yeah. we literally you know I, I i went to italy and we shipped like equipment and and like put it up like in a tennis court in the middle That's of the awesome. amalfi coast and people were like what is this? And we left it there and I, I haven't been back yet. I'm hoping to go back and see that like it grew in Italy like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. It is true. It's nice in the States, uh, especially to just put a paddle in a bag and go and find like some free time and just show up at a court knowing that yeah. there's going to be people to play. Yeah, and awesome. the network is nice and tight where everybody's excited about a new guy showing up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, let's, that. let's, let's talk about that game. Okay. Cause we're, we're going to keep going back to that. But you were playing in that clip. I know I recognized Wes Burroughs, who's a pro, yep. um, a really good pro, one of the nicest guys, by the way. He's the one who, who put us in touch. Um, and then Sam Query was out there, who's uh, – he's still on the – I mean, he's a, yeah, he's a legit he tennis player right now, right? I mean, yeah, he just played in the U.S. Open. And I, I went to – saw him in the semis at Wimbledon three years ago, I think. You know, I okay. mean, yeah, he's, he's the real deal. Right. Yeah, he just plays. He just plays a little pickleball. I don't think he's focusing on it. You know. Yeah, Not but yet. A, a, somebody that good at tennis who even well, plays yeah. just a little bit is going to be nasty, right? Yeah, I mean, you see it. You know, uh, I've been lucky enough to get you know Stevie Johnson and and Marty Fish, who hates me, but but Marty Fish on the court. I mean, instantaneously. Okay, well, well, hold on. You can't just breeze over that. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to tell it. I said it on our podcast, but, but you see these tennis players, they come on and like in five minutes you go, fuck, like, right. just give it a minute and see how they right. get there. But Marty, who's a good guy, he doesn't talk to me, he blocked me on Instagram because we were playing one day and, uh, you know, I, I like to, I like to win whether Marty's better than me or not. I don't care. And, and Marty didn't, he didn't want to come to the net. He wanted to use his amazing backhand. It was like his second time playing ever. And I was like, Marty, get your ass to the net or something. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, he he walked off the court, never spoke to me again. So I lost that friend, but I've yelled at Manasse also. So 
Some yeah. people can handle it and some people can't. What can I right. tell you? You know, I think Marty was offended that, uh, you know, a 53-year-old uh, screenwriter was going to tell him how to play a paddle sport, but that's fine, you know. Yeah. So I, he uh, blocked you just only for your interactions on the pickleball court. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And blocked my girlfriend, which was really upset. Wow, that's intense, dude. Yeah, it was. That's it was, really intense. It I mean, was really, some people, some people are shame, just coddled too. and then, you know, somebody, you know, it was a shame too because i see these guys you know like marty i mean you've never you've never seen a backhand like this that quickly on a pickleball court you know like riley newman's backhand is insane but this guy after one day and i i kind of like wes will tell you you know since day one i started playing with wes I was like, Wes, your potential. We can get you to the top. I will help. I will do whatever I want, you know? So when I see guys who have athletic ability that sadly I will never have, I l always look at them and go, God, if fucking I could put my brain in that body, I would dominate pickleball, you know? I Maybe in the future that would be a possibility. <laughs> Someday, you yeah. know? <laughs> Is that your next? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I would I tell Wes I'm coming play. for his head. Yeah, you know? yeah. no, his body. You, <laughs> yeah. You put in your head. Uh, <laughs> what about if we made a, a, a plea to Marty right here on the podcast to unblock everybody? It would be nice because, yeah. you know, I by the way, I watched his doc, you know, I don't know if you guys saw it, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And honestly, I like Marty. I could care less whether he likes me or not. Um, it makes no difference to me, but I like Marty and, uh, he could be, I'm sure if this, if this pickleball world, uh, actually grows into some money, Marty could get real good, real fast, you know? Come on, Marty. Oh, Give sure. us a second chance. There <laughs> yeah. we go. Yeah, I'm a good follow on Instagram. <laughs> He's too. a great follow on Instagram. I gotta follow you, Doug. I don't. <laughs> you don't follow me for fuck's sake. Just look for the... You don't follow me. I didn't even know you till 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I didn't even know you either. <laughs> Jeez. Come on. I mean, it seems like we're tight friends here on the podcast, but it really to our audience, let it be known that Doug and I have never met in person or otherwise ever or in played. Our lives. we're gonna have to play or played we do have to i played uh i played in newport with matt uh like a month or two ago i'm gonna be out there again next month but and thomas have we ever played or am i crazy you look familiar no. to me no Definitely well not. Not, where do you live not that i know of i'm he in michigan one. right now but i'm on the road i do a lot of the ppa stuff um oh. i don't know maybe we've run into each other at a ppa but yeah maybe it looks i don't know florida or something i don't know I don't know. You look familiar. Anyway. Yeah. Where um, where are you at, Doug? Are you in LA? I'm in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Okay. I used to go out there all the time. I don't know if you know my history. I was on Survivor like infinity times. I didn't know that. Did you win? Yeah, I did. Oh, nice. Yeah. This is not bad. Nice. Yeah. There's definitely harder ways to make money. You ever do it with, uh, were you ever on there with Mike White when he did it? Cause, uh, oh, I didn't know. I, uh, he was, he was only on one time. Yeah. Uh, I've actually never watched it, but I'm kind of obsessed that Mike White like went on as a, uh, you know, I just watched White yeah. Lotus, which I thought was amazing. Show, He's good so. friends with Jeff Probst. So that was his connection to getting uh, on there. And he also did Amazing Race with his father. Yeah. I heard that. So he's like a huge He's reality an interesting, TV interesting fan. dude for sure. Yep. Yeah. And an interesting thing to do. Like, uh, you know, he's a screenwriter. He's done a lot of acting. And then all of a sudden he's like, I want to play Amazing Race. Yeah. I want to play Survivor. Yeah. So I'm just going to do it. God so. bless him. Like, like Michael Jordan playing baseball, you know? Yeah, you know, God like, bless him. You want to do, you know? <laughs> well, he did good. He made it to the end of Survivor. He just oh, uh, he did? 
Yeah, he was like, I'm I think he was second that. or third. Yeah. I'm to watch that. I'm running out of shit to watch anyway. But if, if you haven't seen his show, uh, White Lotus, it was awesome. On I saw, I did see it. I did like it as well. Yeah. Armand is the man. <laughs> he is. Was the man. I mean, yeah. not too many spoilers. <laughs> so, so what else, guys? Talk well, to me. So, so I'm not, Tyson's not the only one who did, uh, did a little pre-interview research. So uh, about 30 minutes prior to starting this, I was on the phone with Ryan Sherry. So he uh, he gave me a little bit of background on the whole uh, Marty Fish debacle. <laughs> um, he also brought up Phil Mickelson. He uh, he said you've you've also gotten Russell Wilson onto the court. And honestly, like I'm I'm sure that list is is a lot more extensive than he knows. And so I'd actually like to just ask you, like, okay, who are some of like the most interesting people you've played with? And are there any people out there that are like big names that are playing the sport? avidly that we we're just not aware of i mean i don't know who's playing avidly but yeah i've gotten russell out there and who else i don't know just some i mean there's a lot of just interesting people in business who are obsessed with the sport including like mike meldman you know um mm-hmm. you know i used to play with him a lot five six years ago but uh it's the same thing i say like everybody that i've introduced this sport to really becomes obsessed they yeah they have room at their house they put a court in immediately and they start really like focusing on it and i think everybody it's kind of the same thing for everybody you hit these shots it's like when you hit these great shots in golf and you're like i'm i'm really great at this i can really go far in this you know it's Um, a great comparison that's yeah, what I, I've said that too, except for it happens every game rather than like every 75 holes, you get one amazing <laughs> yeah. shot. It's like every yeah. game, there's like a handful of cool stuff you do. Yeah. And you, you know, and, and you're able to get better quickly. I mean, there's, we know there's a, a ceiling for everybody, but everybody can get on that court who has any racket ability whatsoever and start playing somewhat competitively with the right group. But it's a funny mm-hmm. sport because you know, uh, and and some some of the interesting guys I've met, I'm trying to, I'm blanking on his name right now, but big businessman who like hired his analysts and said that pickleball is the the sport that is most dependent on your partner. He's done like however he researched it that there's no two man sport that's even close. And I think that's the funniest thing about this game because I look at this game as like a two man game, almost like a little two on two basketball game. And I was always mm-hmm. like an assist man, get the guy open, but there's no sport I've ever played where there's more delusional people who 100%. don't realize how much they're fucking you up. And the other side, when they go, we beat you. And I'm always like, listen, it's fucking two guys. And if, if I will take my part in what I lost, but really like, let's look yeah. at the whole, the whole part of it, you know? And, <laughs> and, just, and that's what I love about it. It's and, and different from singles and doubles, which like, you know, if, if I got on a singles court with Sam or Wes, I wouldn't get a point. Like they would absolutely destroy me, but neither right. one of them, and they're both better than me, but neither one of them like intimidates me in doubles. I feel like I, yeah. I can do things to them. So, um, you know, and it's one of those games like golf, like you go home, you think about shots that you hit, you wake up in the morning, you want to get back out there. So it's, it's really great. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I think, I think everybody self rates like a level <laughs> higher than they actually are. Yeah. Unless you're playing tournaments, then you self-rate five levels below so you can get to nationals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen some people do some shady ticket. shit with those ratings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think the, the, the really good guys are very aware of, of 
positioning and and spots and you see when you see you know I, I got to play with Ben Johns and you know it, it, it it's a sport when you're watching it that you don't realize how freaking good these guys are and then when you get on a court with some of them and realize just how much they can manipulate you with just very small spaces it's really great right right yeah I agree there's just a lot more strategy than than people realize and until you get to that game where I think everybody sort of hits a ceiling as far as how much you can develop the fundamentals. And then it becomes that sort of strategic chess match yep. and uh, the game changes. It almost like evolves into something beyond just what anybody can play when they jump on the court, which is what you're talking about earlier. Yep. So, yeah. yep. That's right. So Doug, let's say you and I playing doubles together. I'm losing it for us. I'm yep. getting in your way a little bit. Are you yelling at me or are you giving me the silent treatment? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm a, a, like, we're just as, talking. Matt, as Matt and Wes, they'll both tell you we've had, I've had fights with both of them, but I mean, I I'm, I'm very like, listen, if you're both of those guys are younger, faster, better. If they're, if they're making the plays to end the points, I have no problem. Cut me off, do whatever you want. But, and also in a tournament, like I have a clip I should have posted with Riley. Like we were playing in this tournament and Riley, I, I did hit the sickest shot to win this point, but Riley had literally forced me so far off the court. I was almost in the parking lot and he yeah. was hitting shot after shot after shot. And if you're hitting him, I have no problem with that. But Matt, I'll tell you the other day we were playing like, I planned my whole day around getting out to the, the pickleball court. And this is right. not a tournament. And Matt, who likes to cut me off and fucking get in my space and crowd me. <laughs> so, I, you know, I left. I told him to go fuck himself, you know. And, and that's, that's normal, though, for New Yorkers. That's what happens in basketball. Right. That's what happens in that. Unfortunately, again, did I want to lose uh, the best backhand in the business, Marty Fish, to, uh, to a block on Instagram? No, but... I, I do get very competitive and I am, I think I'm self-aware when I'm fucking up. I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And when I do play now with Wes, you know, like I'm have no problem to you. You play with me. Like I'm the, you know, whatever you want to call it. I'm your weaker partner, do whatever you want. But yeah. um, it's that game though. When you feel like your partner is setting you up constantly to be blasted, you know, oh, like, man, in the yeah. head and doesn't realize it. And then it's like, Oh, you know, looking at you, it's very frustrating. Yeah. He's like, why did you block that? I was like, why yeah. did you set that up? Uh, my favorite line is if someone says sorry and they've been screwing the game the whole time, I just say, as long as you know, it's your fault. I'm <laughs> right. like, that's yeah. Self-awareness is very important. And there is like, you know, it's a weird group in this pickleball community, you know? And uh, you know, when you want to really focus and get better on it and grind and practice, that's not something I've taken the time to do yet, which I probably should. So like the, the drills and all of that. Just stuff. like, yeah. Like when I see like some of the people that I played with, I mean, the improvements, Julio, you know, and, and Scott Crandall, like they are so much better than they were three years ago when I really did think I was close to them. And now they're just, they've gotten so much better and they, they work at it. Um, but you know, that's, that's part of it. Do you want to work at it? Is that like a goal of yours or are you just having fun and like, you're happy where I'm you're at? Fun. I'm, I'm just having fun. I mean, you know, obviously I, you know, I keep getting older, but <laughs> so do they, but I mean, I'm going to hit 54 this year and you know um, it's getting tougher to play with, you know, 30 year olds who are, who are definitely playing at a different pace than it was three years ago. It really was a lot less drives and a lot less speed ups 
even three years ago, even with the same guys that I play with now. So um, mm-hmm. they, they've improved. And uh, I need to find myself like the solid, like senior 5-0 game that I can like have regularly. But I do love to play with these guys. So, I mean, all the name dropping you're doing, these are all like pros, senior pros. I got to so. drop their names, man. I gotta, <laughs> you got you know, to. Yeah. Shout out to all of them. Yep. yep the, the, so. the, the non-pickleball pros are all like professional tennis player to our head to the u.s hall of fame so yeah I mean, but you know i love but that's that's what i love that i could play with these guys that are playing in pro tournaments i mean there's no other sport yeah. that i can come up with that i'd be uh, you know on a court with them where they wouldn't be like what are we doing out here you know yeah, yeah. i and that's I, I think that's the draw of pickleball the way the game is designed is that it does kind of equalize or it, it's just not based purely off athletic yeah. ability and i i have said the same thing it's like i can get on a court with Jay uh, Devilliers, Devilliers or Zane. I've played with both of them. And it's like, I'll score some points sometimes. Yeah. But right. if you put me in a tennis match with somebody of that caliber in the tennis world, you'd need to give me five years and uh, yeah. like a time machine to take me back to 18 years old. Yeah. Like I'm not ever going to score a point on any of those guys. And I, and I think that's the draw of it is that yeah. you can see you can watch a pro and say, I can do that with some time. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Beautiful sport. Thomas, what else we got? Well, no. So I was just going to say, um, you, you, uh, we, we, we talked a little bit about Ryan Sherry. Uh, we know about the tournament that he puts on PPA underground. Yeah. Um, we know about your past podcast, the, the victory podcast. So in all that you've done on the victory podcast, is there anything that ranks higher as far as achievements than sponsoring the PPA underground a, a, a couple of years ago? Cause that's I mean, pretty that, big right that, there. I mean, that's gotta be the tops, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and Ryan Sherry, by the way, another one with a, with a great backhand, you know, like, yeah. uh, like the two handed backhand, which you would not expect in, in pickleball, but no, I mean, I, I really do. I love getting involved in all the pickleball stuff. I'm, I, I'm, we were talking with a couple of friends yesterday. I haven't figured out exactly what this new league is, but we're like, let's buy a franchise. You know, I don't know what that means. I don't know what it is, but we're going to actually <laughs> talk about it today and look at that. Um, yeah. You know, Do we know a, how much franchises are? I think I, someone said it's a hundred grand, but I'm not sure. And I don't know what that means, what you get for it. I don't know if there's a draft. I, I have no idea. So uh, I'm going to find out about that today um while we're playing hopefully these guys have some uh info we talked about it yesterday i can i can tell you a little bit about it so they they did the uh like the the launch event yesterday in in austin so um yeah it's going to be held at dreamland there's going to be eight teams 32 players each team is two men two women and there's going to be essentially like a a snake draft to determine the team so that's being held october 1st in dallas at the ppa texas open Right. And then the actual first season, which is really just a weekend, is going to be filmed at Dreamland in Dripping Springs, Texas, I believe November 5th uh, through the 8th. And um, so, yeah, I mean, assuming this first season goes well, they'll likely expand and uh, look for more owners, uh, bring in more teams, at which point you should probably throw your hat in the ring. I think it'd be pretty cool to, to own a uh, pickleball franchise. Yeah, especially it, if this it would. continues its trajectory. Right. Yep. So, I think yeah. that uh, Doug, what you should do is take like, let's try and get Marty back on track with us, train <laughs> him secretly, totally yeah. secret. 
and then just draft him out of the blue from nowhere. Right. He would be a top draft pick for sure. So, uh, so you're saying Thomas that all the teams are filled. So October 1st, there's no room for any more teams to come in. What is, is that? No. So the teams are set. Um, you know, they just released like the team names and, um, they each have like, you know, one to one to three owners or, or something like that. They are, um, you know, they're, they're people that you would know, or they run businesses that you would know. Some are former professional athletes. Um, you mentioned a guy who owns, uh, like discovery properties. Yeah. yeah, yeah Mike Melvin is involved and Mark Lazary who owns the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep, exactly. Um, I saw that. So it's it sounds great, you know, and I love yeah. I just love I just love the fact that the sport's growing, you know, and, and getting out there more. So um and I hope, like I said, to me it's just about every time I'm on a trip, I want to be able to find people and you know, it's the only sport I ever did where I got on like a fucking Facebook uh you know group group list and i'm like uh, hey and i've met like great people you know and like i mean it's weird like five years ago i was playing with like the waters in florida and stuff yeah not yeah realizing how good they were you know just going wow all right this is fun as hell so it's it's just it's a it's a great community as well as the sport you know yeah yeah 100 all right so speaking of community like who is your typical crew like you'll go play with matt today who else do you have like a crew West, that you always play, play and Julio and um, you know, but they play less and less with me. They hide from me now, you know, like we used to play three times a week and then all of them started like getting serious and getting into these tournaments and stuff. So now I got to fucking chase them around and be like, come on guys, play with me, please. So I really do. I have to find a, I have to find like a senior five. I need three guys that I can play twice a week with that are, you know, around my level. But um you know, Sam used to play with us a bunch when he's not on tour. And, um, you know, the Dorner brothers who were, um, you know, were like top paddle tennis team in the world. We played okay. with them a bunch and Jared Link and um, yeah. Roberto, who's great. I don't know if you guys have ever played with Roberto Donati. He's, uh, he's, he's like probably, I don't want to give the wrong age. He's probably 60 now, but he's definitely one of the best seniors. But I don't think he competes that much anymore. But we got a, a, a nice group, and we usually can find four people to play. So, yeah. yeah. Are you well, usually playing at the Riv? Um, we play there, play at friends' houses, play at Memorial Park in Santa Monica. You know, sometimes I go to Manhattan Beach. So, you know, all over. So that's, okay. that's how you say Riviera Country Club if you're, like, in the in crowd. So I'll <laughs> – Oh. I'll refer to it as the Riv here going forward. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean that's what Matt always calls it. He he talks about the Riv more than that's in the in crowd. I mean, yeah, he is really he coaching is. there? Isn't that like a coaching gig for him? Um, he's teaching there. Yeah, I think he's teaching Larry David and Ari Emanuel and you know a bunch of cool guys. So yeah, that's hopefully he's Matt teaching them properly, not crowding the court, Matt. <laughs> yeah, come yeah. on, Matt, let him learn. <laughs> Maybe yeah, he's, but, maybe he's teaching by doing, just showing them. Just watch. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I just I laughed at the fact that you know you're you're a paddle thrower. I mean, I know Matt as one of the most prolific paddle throwers. So to have you both on the same side of a court <laughs> has to get interesting. Matt is a paddle thrower. I've got videos of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Matt. Matt, uh, you can get in his head. I'm usually mad at the other person. I'm not usually mad at myself. So uh, Matt, gets right. mad at, Matt, Matt gets mad at himself. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's part of the game. But, you know, Wes is 
West, I've never seen get very upset. He's very calm out there. So, you know, you can get go about it many different ways. Yeah. I mean, everybody's different in that respect, right? Uh, yeah. What's next for you in pickleball? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> what's next for me? Yeah. I'm looking, Just keep playing, know, looking for uh, that group. That's all I care. To be honest, that's all I care about. It's like I, I swear to God, and I tell these guys this, when I look at my Apple Watch, if I'm doing like 135, you know, beats per minute and I do it for two hours and I could do that four days a week, I know I'm having a good time. Like that's when I can tell how the game is. When I look at my stats, how much yeah, yeah. high activity I got. So I could care less about winning tournaments. I just want to play for, you know, I'm going to, I'm hitting 54. It's like a game I, that I hope I can still be competitive in, in my seventies. But, uh, it's really all I care about is having good games, you know? Yeah. That's, so uh, you, you, you've been around the game for a little bit now. You've definitely seen it go through its, its, its recent explosion and get to the point that it's at now. I think there's another hurdle it needs to get beyond in order to be a legitimate yeah. uh, sport and, and really like iron out the professional game. Yeah. If you were to say there are, you know, one or two things that needs to happen in order for pickleball to get to that place that we all want it to get to, what would you say like those, those one or two things are? Well, I've been trying to rebrand the name for five years. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a horrible yeah. name. And, yeah. you know, I, even still, it's finally getting to the place where I don't just go, people go, where are you going? I go, I'm going to play tennis. Because when people don't know what you're doing, I'm going to play pickleball. They're like, what? And right. it's not yeah. a great name. They, they need to figure out how to make it. Like I said, when you watch... Ben Johns and these guys, Riley Newman play, you don't realize how good they are on film. Mm -hmm. When you play with them, you get it. So they need to find some more interesting camera angles and, you know, and build these, build these, uh, you know, they got to build these stars. That's like any other sport, you know, they've got some, some great people that uh, good personalities and they need to like really dive into that and build it. But I think I, I'd be shocked if it's not an Olympic sport in the next five years. I mean, mm -hmm. I really would be. And, mm -hmm. um, and that'll help, but everything is, you know, how does it look on TV and the more interesting they can make it look on TV, the, the better it's going to be for the more sport. viewers, the bigger audience, the more yeah, draw yeah. they yep. need to get to the point where people who don't necessarily play pickleball still enjoy watching it. Yep. Yep. And that's what they have to create. Uh, yeah, so Doug, you, you mentioned the name. Did you submit, name changes i, I haven't submitted anything. I, the only work i do is when i get on the court i've done nothing to make money off a of pickleball or even try i just love the sport so i don't know what the name should be but i know it, it they could do better you know <laughs> better than pickleball after somebody's the creator's <laughs> yeah. dog or whatever yeah, that exactly. it was uh yeah i've brainstormed it too and i cannot come up with something good like that yeah. i just don't like it's got to be catchy. It's got to be a little aggressive, but still fun. Right. There's a lot to it. So, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll get there though. It's, it's like I said, it's amazing where it's come in five years, you know, and it's been around for what, 60 years or something like that. Yeah. So, that's what's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I never, until I walked on that court five, six years ago, I'd never heard of it. I'd never seen it. I didn't know what it was. So. Yeah. And, uh, that's uh, similar to my experience. I moved to Arizona like four years ago that my HOA had a court. So I was like, well, I'm paying for it. I may as well like see if I like it. And I immediately fell in love with it. I came from Utah, never saw a court in Utah. Now yeah. you can't go to Utah anywhere without passing a park that has 20 courts on it. 
and, wow. and that's in the span of four years. Like every public wow. park has pickleball courts in Utah now. It's so great. So yeah. I only wish I was younger. What are you going to do? You know, <laughs> I mean, is it too late to invent a time machine? I mean, you know, that wouldn't I make us younger. Bezos, Bezos is working on it. So yeah, come on, Bezos. It's too late for me. You know? so. I, I know. My uh, one of my good friends always says, uh, "We're going to be the last generation to die." I I think uh, he might be right. Although yeah. we might just blow up anyway. So then, it's, yeah, all that's true. Problem. We could, but he's like, yeah. we might be able to live to like 120 or 140. But then, like on our deathbeds, they'll let us know that the next generation is living forever. Yeah, but it's really how are you living too? Like I need it to is. be able, I need to be able to play, you know, yeah. and play well. And as long as I can, uh, as long as I can beat Manass, then I feel good, you know. So that's whatever age that would be. Yeah, uh, is it fifty four? <laughs> We're gonna find out today because I'm gonna really, <laughs> I'm gonna call him out today. I'm, I'm, I'm staying off his team because you know we had our little tiff the other day, and I'm going yeah. at him aggressively as a fifty three year old Ken, and I have. I, I and I will get a video of it, but I am gonna drill them right here before right that's my center chest before this day is over today. That is my plan. Good. So this will air tomorrow. So hopefully I'll have that video tomorrow. Okay. I look forward to seeing <laughs> it because I also like to see Matt get drilled. That's uh... <laughs> all right. I always, we actually I had always that, like by the way, we had that the other day. We went to someone's house again, like beautiful house. They just put in a court, so we went and played with them and uh um and someone was filming and turned it off right before Matt got, it was, uh, I think it was me that hit him, but uh, that's a shame. So. Yeah, that is a bummer. My cameras always die out here in the heat in Arizona. Right. So like you got like five minutes of camera time, you got to make it good. And then after that, you just hear the camera be like, shutting down. Right, right. So uh, yeah. Thomas, right, you want to so say something? Yeah, well, I was just going to say, so we're, we're trying to build our uh, listenership. Is, is listenership a word? Yeah. Listenership at the more like, um, I guess, level of, of casual players. So yeah. people who probably aren't at that like 5-0 level yet. Right. Based on all the name dropping you've done, based on the clips I've seen of you, you're probably at that high above 4-5 to, to 5-0 level, if not above 5-0. What do you think is kind of like one of those very simplistic tweaks that you can make in your game that will take you from, I don't know, let's say like a 3-5 up toward that that 5-0 level that people tend to overlook? I mean, these guys are going to fucking laugh their asses off at me trying to give tips on, <laughs> on how to play pickleball. <laughs> I mean, I, we'll block them. We will yeah, they're going to block immediately. Like if they fish. laugh, we'll block them. I mean, you know, I don't know. What's the simplest thing that I see? Again, forget you, you know, you five oh guys, whatever. The simplest thing, like I just played with some guys who were like probably three fives, four O's, and it's just not getting to the net. It's the same obvious thing. And, and also getting in no man's land, which I can't believe how many people who actually have some racket sport experience just stand there in the, in the middle of the court trapped. And, yeah. uh, and I think that's the big thing. And again, three, five, four, Oh, four, five players, even what I've been saying for years and saying it to the, the, the guys who have gotten really good at pros don't go for the winners fucking until. And again, once you get to the level of like with Wes, if, if I don't hit a winner, then I'm fucked because he's getting everything back. But on three, five, four, Oh, four, five players, 
I think consistency is so much more important than trying to hit the ball hard. And I don't know. My last tip is don't, don't try to pass down the line all the time. That's what I told Manass the other day. I like Stop it. Stop with the fucking line passes. Fucking put it in the <laughs> middle. But anyway, I, I believe, and again, I'm happy to say I'm self-aware enough to go, okay, maybe I'm also one of the delusional fucking guys I play with. I don't think so because I am very strategic about how I play, and I am very clear that I'm probably the slowest guy on the court. So I need to find angles, and I need to find touch that can slow down their athletic ability. But on the lower levels, I think – Keep it on the court as much as you can and let other people make mistakes rather than making mistakes. That's my tip. How about like that, it. Matt? Put that on the Riv wall, Matt. Yeah, yeah no, we, we, that's we can clip that one. That was <laughs> yeah, solid. I like it. Patience. Like I find myself doing that too. And uh, pros have told me they're like just a little more patience because even if you're trying to put the shot away at net level, the best you're going to do is get it back to them at net level, which then gives right. them – an opportunity as well. So you want to take an opportunity that does not then in return, give them an opportunity. Right. And really use your partners, set up plays. Like I said, two on two basketball, really move people. So where your partner can come and finish the point for you. But right. Anyway, I, I hate giving tips. I'm very well aware of my, of where I'm at in this sport. And uh, you know, the guys I'm lucky enough that I get to play with guys who are all better than me, which is what I like to do. I like to be right. the worst on the court. That's also a great way to get better. Be the worst guy on the court but make sure your partner doesn't push you out of your spot. <laughs> yeah. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's nasty. We're talking. To yeah. You Again, dude. <laughs> I'm blocking him on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> He'll block me by the end of today. He's going to block me. <laughs> Good. <Yeah>. That's the goal. <laughs> that's how I know I played well. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, no, you're, you're totally was, right though. By the way, I mean, I can't even say this out loud, but, my friend, who I won't say his name, who built that court, who's also 52, 53. So we play doubles and we play again. I, I, it, it happened. I have it on video. So we play Marty and Sam. Okay? okay. These are two of the, you know, these are both have been top 20 tennis players in the world. And we won that game. Now, obviously, we've been playing a lot more pickleball than them. If they spent three weeks trying, I get it doesn't matter it was like winning the u.s open for us like you know we've both had some pretty good achievements in our life but we were we fell on the court like we just won the grand slam it was amazing yeah. okay now i know why marty blocked you yeah fully <laughs> understanding but <laughs> you would think after that win though i could say i could give him a tip without, without yeah you the, should uh, right you should him, just right? yeah keep giving him tips uh what what was the line what was the line that he delivered you because i i know ryan ryan sherry said it was something like i'm not gonna take i'm not gonna take tips from a like uh an aging screenwriter yeah <laughs> <laughs> so about racket know. sports i'm not yeah. gonna take racket sports it was a good line fair assessment that being said me and my friend we won the match so yeah well and also the, the argument is coaches was that the same the players that's true also and also you can't you guys know you cannot win this game from the baseline i mean no. it's impossible i don't care if you're roger federer you cannot win this game from the baseline yeah and yep. you can't win just by hitting it hard that's right I, that's what i love is watching right. bangers winning on the court and being like okay i can't wait to get in there right. and then slow their game down and see what they can I, do i can't wait till the series marty's gonna double block me i don't even know what happens if <laughs> he's gonna report me he's gonna report you dude and then he's gonna have to come up with some reason to report you because you have to submit it on twitter and stuff <laughs> 
And uh, that being uh, said, be I do thing. still want Marty back in the pickleball world. Yeah. Uh, Come he, back to us, I Marty. Mean, never saw a backhand like this in my life. I mean, I, we all know we had it in tennis and Ryan Sherry can do it a little bit, but when you see a two handed backhand in the kitchen that is paced and can, I mean, it's, it's actually sick, but I think standing that, at the baseline. So we didn't get to see a lot of that. I think you've been complimentary enough to Marty that like at the worst, it's a draw. He's not going to double block you. He may not unblock you because we have, you know, razzed him a little bit, but uh, yeah. yeah, I think what we're will be, this- will be. I got, yeah. I got, I got, I got bigger <laughs> lunatics who hate my guts. So yeah. Don't fine. lose sleep over it. <laughs> All right, let's ask you. Let's ask you some like some basic stuff. So, like, what what kind of paddle do you use? Engage. I've always, uh, you know, I became friends with the Elliots like when the sport started. The first paddle I had was like paper mache with my dog's face on it. I mean, <laughs> I love it, that. It, yeah. yeah, I still have it somewhere. I wish I, I wish I, I had it in this room right now. But right. Uh, then I met Robert Elliot and Jody from Engage, and uh, um. I've just used that ever since. So every time they have a new paddle, I buy that one. And um, it seems, seems to work. I don't You've know. got that black on black one that I have. Uh, oh, he's got it right mean, here. I have, diff- I have different colors of this, but yeah. Uh, okay. I got it. Yeah. yeah that's a fun paddle. So, yeah. yeah so no, no free ads. Put that down. No free ads. Yeah. No, and I, don't, <laughs> and I don't get paid for that, but I do, you know, it is the same thing I said earlier. Like I want, all these people to succeed in this sport. I don't want anything out of it. I just want, you know, them to grow, make some money and get the sport out there. I just want to see courts everywhere I turn, you know, like yeah. people see golf courses as the waste of space. Sometimes I just look at everywhere I go, I go put a fucking court right there. You know? Right. Oh man. So, Every time I go to a parking lot, that's like a quarter full. I'm like, there's so many pickleball courts here. We can put <laughs> yeah. like nobody's even parking here anymore. Nobody goes to malls. Let's put yeah. courts everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> did either of you used to skateboard? Not I mean, really. I would yeah. love to say I did, but not if really. If you lived, <laughs> I almost say, lied. Yeah, just say, say that. yeah. yeah. Oh, I was sick. I was fucking sick, dude. Yeah. No, I won't like, anymore because I'm too old. I don't want to fall and hurt myself. But I was really yeah. good too. But I was a good, good you know, good roller hockey player, but no, no skateboarding. So. When you, when you're a, when you live the the skate life, you can never see like a parking lot or a staircase the same. Right. That it's very good, similar yeah. to like pickleball and looking at like open parking lots or yeah. old tennis courts or well, something. Said, that's like. how I look at vacations now though. I'm like, I'm like, okay, we're going, you know, okay, we're going to go to Istanbul. Do, do they have courts there? Like, cause I, I don't know if I want to be there for five days if they don't have a court, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> so. Well, I, I think part of that growth is going to be awareness. And, and honestly, like the, what's so great about having somebody like you on this podcast and, and people who have a, a following getting into the sport and being vocal about it is you really help pickleball elevate itself and, yeah. and just get into the mainstream. So that's a pretty crucial component. And we need more of that, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I know I saw Ellen was playing, which obviously was yeah. a huge, huge boost. And the guys yeah. in Chicago Cubs uh playing in the bullpen yeah um so but honestly that was my thing for the last five years i'm like let me just get the word out and now i think it's fortunately or unfortunately it's gone past me and now there are some big people really finding it so it's yeah. great yeah well we got to do more of these uh these these celebrity pro pro-ams I, I know there's one coming up um 
We should do one. Doug, I'm putting you on a spot. Can we I'm do not a, really a, so, a I'm not really a celebrity, but I'm happy to play. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't really consider myself a celebrity, but yes, I I'm open to play anywhere anytime on pickleball. Um and uh I like I said, I like talking about it. I like being around it and uh it just is it's a, it's been a great thing for me as I get into my 50s. Um and I think for a lot of the tennis players out there, if you can't make it big in tennis maybe this is the way to go you know and to start yeah. focusing on it because it's a, it's a lot of fun yeah still the competition is less for the moment but i think I, i'm going to be really interested to what this sport looks like five years from now you know mm -hmm. i mean because we don't know what who these like 10 year old kids playing right now are. that's uh, what you know. i'm excited to see yeah is so it's that gonna be cool. even the guys right now that are the top of the sport they started relatively late in their life yeah. compared to now these youngsters who have been born on the courts. Yeah. And that's when we're going to start really seeing the talent shine. That's what I'm yep. also. I'm what, what do you guys think of this serve? For. What do you guys think of this serve thing that they're doing all of a sudden? This weird spin shit. Oh, that's, been a hot topic. that's been a real hot topic. Yeah. It's Is this going to stay in or not? It's probably it, not. It's, it's probably, very likely yeah. going to be gone pretty soon. The thing that people right. then Manas is completely done. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's just one asset. That's the one thing he's good at. Tell I mean, him you're playing by... hard at this thing. Tell him <laughs> like... you're playing 2022 rules and he's not allowed to use that surf today. Yeah. <laughs> I had to, I had to correct somebody the other day and I probably would not have told him the serve was illegal if he wasn't beating us. And I was like really frustrated. I was right. like, Hey, by the way, dude, <laughs> who I've never met that serves illegal. <laughs> That's how I love when it turns into that, though. I love the trash talk. I wish there was more yeah. trash talking in it. Like if they yeah. made a little less tennis and people like, like I love, uh, you know, Jeff Werner. I, you know, he's fucking six five and can kick the shit out of me. But I love when I play with him. Just to fucking, we just jaw at each other, and you know that makes it fun. And uh, some people get real sensitive about it. I don't know. So. Yeah, they do. I think you, you have to be like I. Uh, I like to nasty Nelson, my friends, <laughs> right. and. If I post a video, even if it's me nasty Nelsoning my friends, people lose their minds. Yeah, They're just it, like that it, was so unsportsmanlike. Uh, <laughs> I also in invited a friend to come play, and he was like, "And I think you could add this to you to your repertoire, Doug." Is that? They were like, he's like, this is the most passive aggressive sport I've ever heard. Every time I miss a shot, they're like, oh, nice try. But I think <laughs> they're patronizing me. So I think if you just add a little extra tone to your voice, you can really get under people's skin. I agree. Good. You know, you know what else I hate, which is I, I've told Wes this for four years. And the first time in Florida, I played with the waters and Anna Lee, who was like 11 and fucking better than me, at, you know, 11. And and I always used to say this to Wes Burrs. I'm like, he would hit someone and he hits the ball pretty hard. And he'd be like, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You don't have to apologize for hitting someone with a plastic wiffle ball in their yeah. fucking chest. So when I was in Florida, little Anna Lee, who was like 11, we were playing. It was me and her, and we were playing someone. I think Andre, actually. You know Andre, who's awesome in Florida. And, and she hit him. And I'm like, do not say sorry. And she's like, I'm not going to say I'm sorry. You know, and, and that's when you know you got the heart. You know, right. Yeah. Right. I always say it like this sorry. I, I will never <laughs> fucking apologize. I'm you know? so and sorry. I, you know, I'll like say a net, it now. A though, or two. To I'm going to give sure? him my early apology for that. I'm spending my day finding a shot that humiliates and embarrasses him today that is my goal yeah, the 31 year old matt pickleball pro mcnasty i am doing something today on the court that is going to make you look really stupid that is my plan <laughs> and then put it on repeat 
everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I like I, I slow it down. Yeah. I do, you know. Different angles. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay, I'm really looking forward. I'm going to actually spend the day refreshing my Instagram feed waiting for that. I appreciate that. So, yeah. But anyway, guys, I got to roll because I got to start stretching for this game. So, uh, but I, I appreciate it. And I love that. Uh, I love that the pickleball world's getting into podcasting and everything else. And then hey, we're trying. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. I mean, nice I really to meet think- you. Yeah, you yeah. too, guys. And uh, I appreciate your PSA at the end there. Everybody stretch before you play pickleball. <laughs> yeah, it may not seem key, important now to you, but in the future, it will be. Absolutely. All right, All right Doug. Be good, guys. I don't yeah, know. Appreciate it. Person.